Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Cinema Vino. We are here. We got 40 chicken nuggets on the table. Honey mustard. Mm, got some wine. Ken's, spicy. Uh, Ken Steakhouse. Spicy. Steaky. <laughs> yeah, we got we got family nuggets out here, so that's going to fuel us. Well, we got the nuggets, but no sauce, Travis. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's really dropped the ball on this one. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Man, 40 nuggets, no sauce? Yeah. You got... You got hamburglered. Yeah. <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. What's that? What's that Joe Pesci? I don't remember. Oh, it's, it's on. Yeah. It's on one of the lethal weapons. You're like, ah, I always fuck you at the drive through. Mm-hmm. They do. Because mm-hmm. you got to sit there and either go through stuff like you're counting money in front of somebody. You got to count your nuggets like a like a freak. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even count to make sure I we know. got 40 nuggets. They, yeah. 20 spicy, 20 regular. Mm-hmm. For a limited time only, you can get 20 spicy chicken nuggets for about five twenty nine. At your local McDonald's. <laughs> and while supplies uh, last. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about uh, 1917. Taylor and I have seen it. Yes. Travis is very curious about it. Probably. It's an yeah. eye roll. Uh-huh. It's a World, World War Two. Uh, no. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The war before that. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Great War. Uh so yeah, World War II was not fought in 1917. Just a brief <laughs> historical note. Um, oh dear, I we, did not even. If we need to get you an Encyclopedia Britannica, we can do that. I was going to ask some questions about Dunkirk. <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, yeah, 1917 is set during the peak of World War One uh, in the French countryside. Just a brief synopsis: it depicts two. Uh, infantrymen are sent to deliver a message to the front lines because communications are cut off. And Director Sam Mendes frames it as one continuous shot. Mm-hmm. CGI and visual trickery yeah. help. For sure. Camouflage. It's one continuous shot? Well, it's presented as. Yeah. And I didn't know that until after I got home and kind of did research on it. Like I was that impressed with it where I had to go back and because it seemed that way where it was like, yeah. yeah. It's like nonstop. Hitchcock's rope. Yes. You just see these dudes just walking an extended or in Birdman time. Um it's it's amazing technically how they do it cuz yeah the camera will pan over them around mm-hmm. them you, then it will follow them from the side as they you know cross the trenches cross the bridges you know swim all kinds of stuff and then it will pan up to aerial battles crashing planes. It's like Birdman except it was much more much more technically difficult to do. Huh. Yeah. Right. So Birdman took place largely in one theater house. You know, in real time, and this one takes place over the course oh, yeah. of like miles of yeah. terrain and day and night and underwater and yada yada. So it's it's an amazing film to watch technically. Oh yeah, it's an achievement. 
um, if we're going to get into it, that's exactly what I told Todd before Trav got over here. We're just talking about the film in general. Travis. Yeah. And uh, the the first thing I said was you know, the reason, the one big thing why I love this film, thank fucking God, is the runtime. It was one hour and 59 minutes, and it went by so fucking fast, mainly because of that one shot, which I didn't know about, but from the start of that film to the end, I mean, you have to pay attention. Yeah. And, and I love Saving Private Ryan, but goddamn, it's long. Mm-hmm. It's long, and there's a lot of like scenes where you're just like staring at it, but even the dialogue-heavy scenes, they're always walking. They're always moving. So like you're having to pay attention. And the dialogue's actually pretty funny too. Like they, it's actually got some funny parts to it. Yeah. But it's always moving. There's always something. Like they never just stand there and talk. Yeah. You know, it's always moving. I'm like, okay, I like this. And, you know, when the movie ended, I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like in a good way. I was like, man, that was two hours of like of entertainment, mm-hmm. of great visual display, but also great dialogue. Yeah. And, you know, looking back on it now, I can see where the cuts, you know, as you were telling me earlier, where I could see where the cuts would have been. But I mean, you had, there were no potty breaks. Yeah. That's, that's a two hour film that it's like, you cannot get up. And that's why I haven't seen Irishman or any of these long, it's like three and a half hours. Just like, look, I'm sure these films are great. I just ain't got the time for that shit. I mean, this was a two hour film where I was 100% in love with it. Yeah. Like there was never a dull moment. Well, yeah. I mean, so Irishman's three, play, almost four hours or something? Three and a half hours, yeah. Three and Fuck. a half. So, I mean, it probably did better streaming on on Netflix. Yeah. Because, one, if you release it in theaters, people are going to be like, yeah, Martin Scorsese, but everybody's going to be like, all right, sweet, what? what? Three and a half? I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm going to do that. No I way. Can't. Like, you just think of it and you're, you're already exhausted. Like, I got shit to do tomorrow. Yeah. I can't do that. Even if they <clears throat> introduce it in theaters... It's not going to make as much uh, money because you can't put it in as many theaters. Yeah, that that runtime is going to eat up the actual like box office yeah. tickets. Yeah, you're not going to be able to show it as many times a day in a theater. Yeah, I well, agree. and um, I could be wrong, but Tyler, I'm sorry, I haven't actually read your review because I wanted to go see the movie. Mm-hmm. But you know, that film, but that whole what what the film was based on, 1917. That really only took like a day, didn't it? I mean, like it, it was kind of told in a real life. Just about, yeah. Yeah, it was like, so the guy didn't just do this in like, you know, it didn't take him five days. Like, it, I mean, they, they put everything in as they could real quick. Yeah. So like, you know, they, there, there was no room to like tell a story. It was like, this, this yeah. is how it went. Oh, yeah. Did it take place in real time? Did the, just about. Just there, about, yeah. So the, so the two hour runtime, it took them two hours, like, you didn't have a night day, night day, anything like that. It, it started day and then it went night and stayed night. Without giving too much away, there's a break in the middle of the film where a character is knocked unconscious, mm-hmm. and that's a, like a that's one of the few like hard breaks in the yeah, film. Yeah, okay. Looking where, back on it, that, that that is the hard. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, where it's like that's clearly you know there's a cut to black. There's mm-hmm. a definite like cut right there, and it still seems pretty seamless because you pick up after that right where you left off with that character in the same moment. So if it feels like you, you're him, where it's like you wake up, it's like, wait a minute, how long was I out? What did just happen? Okay, so time passed during the knockout. Yeah, All there right. is mm-hmm. there is a day to night transition. Cool, and then back to morning. So awesome. All right, from that, but yeah, a lot of it you're watching real time through an actual motion. You know, it's it's pretty much like he says nonstop. Yeah, there's just a few moments where the camera's still, 
like it would be in a conventional movie for a dialogue scene. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's realistic how they would not be standing still on a battlefield. They would be, you know, behind enemy lines and be running, you know, crouching, hiding behind stuff. Running. Yeah. So, and it, I, it, tiger, it, yeah. dragon. <laughs> I knew that was coming. But uh, yeah, and I, I've, I told Todd, it's, it's not a spoiler, but I, uh, I thought certain big name actors were going to have much larger roles. Yeah. And, you know, you see certain names, you're like, oh shit. It's like, but, you know, not not the case, and not knowing that it was a short movie, like I I really had no idea what the what the movie time was going to be. I just knew I wanted to see it. There was that much that much buzz about it. I'm like, well, fuck, I want to see it. And, and then, then after seeing it, I was kind of like, I understand it, but wow, I'm also kind of confused. Like, why would this person be in this film for just that short amount of time? Yeah, <laughs> it was like mainly because they knew this is probably going to be a a big a, one. Yeah, a big film. Um, you might recognize the one of the troops is uh, Tommen from Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Don't want to get in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but that's the first thing I noticed when he came into the scene. I was like, uh, <laughs> he was one of the. I like, thought he was one of the main characters. He is because I said, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, he's he's perfect because he's baby faced. Oh, it's he perfect. Fits yeah. That where it's like he's, you know, he kind of has that young, innocent, just freshly new yeah. to war. Oh, it, oh man, it it, it would have taken me out of the movie, but. If he's he's trying to save his brother, is that right? Basically, part of it, yes. Yes. That's, okay. That's I, I just remember that from the trailer is that they're like, you have to alert these people, or otherwise it's going to be an ambush, and your brother's among them. So that's why we're picking you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, it would have been excellent had his brother at the end if he found him. I have no idea. I've not seen it. Was Joffrey? <laughs> okay. Yeah. In, in which case, you would root for him to be killed anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so you thought it was as well a great film, best film of the year. It's one of those movies where it's like you know it has the, ordinarily stuff like that could be kind of gimmicky. Uh, we're going to try to do one continuous shot, yeah. but it actually it helps the storyline because it makes I, it more intense. I I one hundred percent agree. It's like that. It it just it kept me like I think in the theater maybe because I was on the in edge a, of your seat. It did, mm-hmm. and I was in a sold out theater next to some jabroni who jumped at everything. Um, but I wasn't even there. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but there were two people that I remember like that left either bathroom or whatever and came back in. I'm like, yeah, you just missed like, you're going to have to ask a lot of questions. It's like, you missed 20 minutes of this film. It's like, that's quite a bit. That's yeah. a big BM. Yeah. Well, <laughs> slide into those BMs. Yeah. You got you get a pregame before you go to the movie theater. Everybody knows that. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and we're going to talk about uh, the trailers for Morbius and uh, Black Widow, which is new that just came out. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Cinema Fino. Um, we are we are back. Uh, so we're drinking Refugio Pinot Noir. Uh, it's a delicious California Pinot Noir. It is. It I, is. I, I like, I've never had it. Before. It's got like a spice to it or something. It does. It has kind of a real earthy, peppery flavor for a Pinot Noir. A little more body. Oh, uh, you, uh, listeners, you might notice that uh, Sean is absent today. Well, we, uh, I guess Taylor and he had kind of fallen out, but we also told him <laughs> to fuck off because he sucked. <laughs> We just like we got so many, so much mail and hate mail really back from you guys that none of you guys liked him, and we value your opinions. So we just told him to fuck right the hell off, hate go mail. to hell and die. So 
We quoted you warmly and accurately. Now on to the show. Anyway, <laughs> none of that was true. Um, Agree to disagree. So yeah, you listen, rate, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Get it. Find all my reviews, moviereviews.us. 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 That was the fastest we were done. That was quite nice. Oh, I'm getting yeah. tired of it. Uh, um. <laughs> He's laughing at his own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when he tickles himself. And what about your Insta? Oh, yes, Tato's Vino, mm-hmm. which I know Travis will give me some shit about not posting. Yep. The point is, I'm waiting for the right time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's posting. Everyone's doing dry January. I'm doing misty January, so sprinkling it in, but wait for it because you're about to see an explosion. <laughs> the podcasts aren't going anywhere, mm-hmm. but what we've been drinking, I'm just saving up. <laughs> so... Just letting y'all know. Hold on to your butt. Yeah. Be prepared for some notifications. Ah, ah, ah. Please, damn it. <laughs> uh, so quick uh, quick rundown, uh, Morbius, the living vampire. So uh, Morbius, the living vampire, they couldn't do vampires in the 70s. Stanley said, fuck that noise. They did science vampire to fuck the Comics Code Authority, and they're like, Morbius, the living vampire. Boom. That's the character. Mm-hmm. He fights Spider-Man. Um, he is basically a doctor that's trying to cure himself, kind of a little bit like Bruce Banner, only vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the trailer actually didn't look terrible. Like, I'm sure it's going to be a shitty movie. I'm kind of excited about it either way. Are you, uh, sorry, are you okay with Leto? Yeah, he actually, he looks pretty uh, accurate to the role, I would say. Yeah. That's Better than he did as Joker. Yeah. So just to confirm for the listeners, this will be a standalone in the same way as Venom and Joker. Yeah, I think they're trying to maybe incorporate... So Michael Keaton showed up from the Homecoming uh, Spider-Man movie. So they're trying to tie all their other Spider-Man universe closer uh, to Spider-Man. So they might do like a Morbius and Venom team up or some some kind of jazz like that because they're the kind of anti-heroes of Spider-Man villains Mm -hmm. about how they're kind of sometimes good guys, kind of sometimes bad guys. Or they could be going with the original plan, introducing a whole bunch of people and then doing a Sinister Six movie, which which are, yeah. Neither one of those two are on the Sinister Six, but that's all right, I guess. No, it's not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you who is, it's Mysterio and Vulture, and one of them is dead, apparently. Well, apparently. Well, yeah, it better be a fucking illusion. Yeah. Uh, new Black Widow trailer. Uh, not too much. You got to see a little bit more of Taskmaster, and he had like his own Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. And then they showed a little bit of his powers, and that like he was fighting Black Widow on a bridge and did almost like a reflective move. Like the exact same thing that she was doing, he copied it. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Um, he's still got a dog shit <laughs> mask looking costume. but uh, David Harbour is... What's Red it? Guardian? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Russian version of Captain America. I was going to say right guard, but that's a deodorant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know much about his character, but so he's basically the Russian counterpart of Captain America. Yep. Okay. Basically. And is Taskmaster, Taskmaster, is he uh, Black Widow's primary villain? Like, are they mainly opponents? No, no. Uh, Taskmaster is mainly a straight-up Avengers opponent. So anytime you see any bad guy that has, like, henchmen or other bullshit, like, it's Taskmaster that's trained them. Yeah. So, um, or most of the times, because he's been able to basically think of a coach that's watching nothing but tape 
on like a team his team is going to play for. Oh, yeah. Taskmaster's power is that he can uh, mimic anybody's uh, anything that he's seen them do. And then if he watches it in fast forward, he can kind of do it in fast forward, only he's not superhuman himself. So sometimes that wears him the fuck out. But he trains the people that are going to fight Avengers oh, a lot. But he's, cool. he's a badass fighter himself. Um, is Taskmaster someone they could bring back for future Marvel movies? Oh, yeah. I, I They better not kill him off. I would want to see him uh, in all the other ones. Probably yeah. not for a standalone with Black. I mean, I don't know how popular that character is, but it's like I, I can't imagine bringing a new villain in and then killing him off in the first. Yeah. Taskmaster, kind of like Mysterio. Pretty, uh, like I kind of have, I highly doubt that. Yeah, Taskmaster is a little bit like not quite Deadpool level. Like he's he's badass like Deadpool, but he's not quite got all like the super smarmy shit like that. Yeah. If you put both Taskmaster and Deadpool together, you're gonna get a DC villain called Deathstroke. Oh, who's yeah. not at all funny or any of that, but like they basically Marvel stole two ideas from that character and made two separate characters, and that's them. So Interesting. All all three characters are badass. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> might be going off subject here, and Travis, you can feel free to. Oh, there we go. Feel free to slap me here. Um, I saw, you've tagged me in so many comic book things, which I appreciate, and mm. I've been I've grown to love. I saw something the other day that got posted. Um, the Incredible Hulk, Incred, Red Bull Hulk. Oh, yeah. What? Who or what is a Red Hulk? So, and, and, and it was basically like, wouldn't it be cool to see Red Hulk? And I just don't know what that is. I don't think he's that great okay. of a character. <laughs> they, like, I'm <laughs> he was, that up. And we're done. <laughs> yeah. he, he was popular for a while because it was... Uh, like, who is this new Red Hulk? He's got to be his own alternate Bruce Banner. Or like, you know, he's got to have a, a, a different identity. And it was, they they threw in some red herrings, and, and he was popular for a while because he went and fought all of old Hulk's enemies and kind of did the greatest hits. So, and the art was really good for a while. But I just, it didn't really, didn't really get me. Like, I'm, I'm very critical of Hulk comics in general, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go ahead and spoil his secret identity because fuck him, I don't care. It's General Thunderbolt Ross. It's uh, the army guy that was always after Hulk that thought William Hulk Hurt. was a monster. Yeah. And so he just becomes one himself. Also, if he changes into the Hulk, <laughs> Hulk should have a mustache. Because mm-hmm. they've established yeah. that whatever... Bruce Banner does to him himself if he you know grows facial hair to try and like hide out fugitive style when he turns into Hulk boom Hulk's gonna have a beard well it, uh, sorry it's like, but I mean I, comics but yeah <laughs> well but I, I guess I brought it up because do you think that could be a standalone movie because obviously a lot of the Hulk films have like d- not yeah. done so well so it's like okay hey we'll do a Hulk movie I think, I think that's what that Instagram was like trying to talk about it's like hey could could the Red Hulk be a movie and I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, and he could be in. So I think the rumor has it is that Marvel got back full control of Hulk and Namor, the Submariner. So they could do a Defenders movie. Hmm. And then they could do solo Hulk films, which would be awesome. Yeah. I would be all sorts down with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this might be a good place to tie things up. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I, I agree that the Hulk. Red Hulk should have a mustache. What do you think about Morbius, real quick? The trailer. I, I like it. Hopefully, it'll be good. I'm skeptical of any villain centric movie like that. I think they need Spider Man, yeah. just like I thought for Venom. Yep. It'll have to prove itself to me. Yep. It's, it's probably going to be dog shit, but you know, I'll, I'll pay the price of admission. 
I think Black Widow might be a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. I've got a good feeling about it. I yeah. think any Marvel movie right now is not going to fail. But, you know, Marvel, Disney, you know, Fox, it, it's not going to fail. They're too yeah. big to fail. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's been another episode of Cinema Vino. Hey. We thank you very much. And we will see you guys next time. Fuck y'all. Poot toot and pooty. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.